Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning a beautiful Chassidic discourse from the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called Balai Lohahu. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse in Purim in the year of Tavshin Mem Dalid, 40 years ago, and the Rebbe went on <coughs> to certify and edit this Chassidic discourse in honor of Purim in the year Tavshin Mem Ches, which is exactly 36 years ago. So again, the Chassidic discourse is based on the verse in the Megillah where it says, who and that night, that the king's sleep went away, he couldn't sleep. So the Rebbe says he brings from the previous Rebbe on a Chassidic discourse with this same title that it's brought down the customs of the Maril, that when you <coughs> read the Megillah, and you say Balai Lahu, so you have to uh, 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 you have to elevate your voice. And why is that? Because this Balai Lahu is the main miracle. And it was from Balai Lahu that night when the king couldn't sleep, that's the real power, and that's when the strength of the miracle started. So the previous rabbi asked, one second, the main miracle was Esther pleading on behalf of the Jewish people. The famous word she says, my, myself and my nation were sold. And also the preparation she did before that to gather all the Jewish people and to fast. And over here, what are you saying? The main miracle is the fact that the king couldn't sleep. So he brings over there where it's brought down in the Medrash that when it says, Lahu, it's, it's not talking about Achashverosh. It's talking about the king of the world. Who couldn't sleep? Hashem couldn't sleep. So the question is, what do you mean? Has Hashem sleep and Hashem awake? And the answer is yes. When, unfortunately, the Jewish people sin, Hashem makes himself like he's sleeping. However, when we do the will of Hashem, then the verse says, Hashem does not sleep, nor does he doze off. What does that mean? As we know that... Human beings, Adam, are compared to Hashem on high. And therefore, everything that takes place on high, it's the way we behave in this world. We are called Adam. In other words, like the expression of Zoyer is, On high is exactly the way it takes place down here. And like the verse says, You're standing in front of a mirror. What do you see in the mirror? The, 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 the face you put in there. You're smiling, you're going to see a smile. You're going to put in a frown, you're going to get a frown. And the same thing also, the heart of one person to the other. The heart, the emotion that you show, that's the emotions you get back. And so therefore, when the Jewish people are in a situation where the Jewish people are sleeping, what does that mean we're sleeping? That they, 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 they are learning Torah and are doing mitzvahs is in a, in a situation that we're sleeping. So what happens is Hashem goes to sleep, so to speak. And like it says clearly in the, in, in, in the prophets, I'm sleeping. And what does the Zoya say? When is Hashem sleeping? Begalusa, in exile. Because, unfortunately, the Jewish people are sleeping in exile. So what happens then is, Hashem, so to speak, goes to sleep. And that's why, when it says in the Megillah, on that night, the king couldn't sleep, referring to Hashem, oh, that's the power of the miracle. Why? Because according to the way things flow from one level to the next, so exile is a time for Hashem to sleep. 
and 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 this that the fact that in Gullus, Balaila who was Gullus, who was exile, Hashem couldn't sleep. Oh, now we're talking about something good is happening. Now a miracle is happening. And that's why this, the verse is specifically like it went away from him. In other words, what does that mean? That that, that the, 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 the sleep went away from him because basically that he was sleeping. And, 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 and that's his default setting in exile. And, we're, and, and in the times of Gullus, it is a time for sleeping. But the miracle was that not the Mimenu, even though it was Gullus, and even though the d- default setting is asleep, the sleeping went away. And he continues on to, uh, in that Hasidic discourse to explain what does it mean Hashem is sleeping. And he, and he gives an example from a human being. Like we know it says clearly, Me sorry, Azalakai, you want to know about godliness? Look at your own body. Now, what's the difference practically between someone that's awake and someone that's sleeping? In other words, if you look at someone that's awake and someone that's sleeping, is there a difference in their essence? No, because the fact is, because when someone is sleeping, the essence is still complete. In other words, when a person is sleeping, the person still has all his limbs, and he has all the energy going through it, and you have all the powers, the intellect, and the emotions, and they also do its, do its job while, asleep, while sleeping. And like we see literally, when a person is sleeping, they have dreams. And in the dreams, you have the effect of all the, all the powers that we have. Intellect, emotions, a will, and tainug, up to the point that... Um, when when you merit the, the what you what you think about in your dreams is 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 powerful true intellect, and the same thing also in reference to pleasure and will and so on and so forth. Now, even someone that's not in this level, but you see, in the fact is that in 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 the dreams, there's emotions, there's intellect, there's will, there's pleasure about things that exist. However, when it comes to things which, which are totally impossible, like for example, an elephant to go into a hole of a needle, obviously you can't have that in a dream because that's not real. So what's the difference between someone that's sleeping and someone that's awake? Because when a person's awake, so everything is organized. Everything is organized. And how much more so, you can't have opposite things when you're awake at the same time. Um, or like in one connection. Or not even if it's totally connected. So when you're awake, everything is organized. Everything has a has its has its place. However, and when all the things are, are so to speak in place, so then you see the difference. This is a higher thing, a lower thing. Not only physically higher or or uh, uh, and physically lower. We mean spiritually higher, spiritually lower. However, when a person is sleeping, when a person is dreaming, so you can have two opposite powers. That you can have a higher power lower, a lower power higher, and so on and so forth, and and you can even have uh, you can even connect two different two different ideas in a way where it's not organized, or in a way where you don't realize what's the higher one, what's the lower lower one. So basically, when a person's awake, everything is organized, and you see what's higher and slower. Person sleeping, it's one big mishmash. What what does this mean practically? On on on, on referring to a high in Hashem, in other words, when Hashem when when Hashem is so to speak sleeping, it's not noticeable which is the higher one, which is the lower one, which is the higher, which is the lower one, and that's the connection between the time of exile and sleeping. And also in the time of exile, when Hashem is so to speak sleeping, because what's the reason why we are in exile? Because what's not noticeable is what's on high, what's higher, what's higher, the quality of the Jewish people. 
As we know clear, why we hire, because it says clearly, we are children of Hashem. Like the verse says, You're sons of God, or at least we're servants of Hashem. Like the verse says, Either we're like sons or we're like, we're like servants. And as we know, the servant of a king is, is part of the king. And not only Kim Melech, like a king. Like a chup means like, it's like a king. But literally, we're like, we're, we're part of the king. And the fact is, where does a son have to be? A son has to be sitting by his father's table. And where does a servant have to be? Also at the table of his master. Now, what's the reason why we're not sitting at the father's table? Is because unfortunately we're into exile. We're in exile, and what does that come from? That comes from sleeping. Because what happens in sleeping? We just explained. There's no difference in the essence. A Jew is still a Jew, and a non-Jew is not a non-Jew. The difference is that in when Hashem is sleeping, you don't see the quality. You're a child and a servant of Hashem, and you should be sitting by Hashem's table. <clears throat> and that's and that creates the exile because what's really what's really higher is not noticeable. And it continues on the Hasidic discourse to explain that this time when a person is sleeping, you don't see the difference of of of, of the of a higher quality. Um, <coughs> so so what does that mean? So what, what does it mean when you don't see the difference? It's like when you take all the powers that we have, the intellect, the emotions, the functional medias, etc. So the fact is they exist on, on each one has its own place. But when, when it exists in the etzim hanefesh, from the essence of the soul, everyone over there it's all equal. Once it comes down to our lower levels, this is the intellect, this is the emotions, etc. But the way they are in the essence of the soul, it's all one. In other words, this that the, 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 the powers are concealed in time of sleeping, it's, it's like where the powers are get, go back and get concealed in its source, in the Atzimah Nefesh. And what does that mean practically you know, in, 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 in the parable? You know, this that the, the, uh, during exile, the, the powers are concealed. What does that mean? It means that it, that it going back to, to its source up to the place of Atmos. And so that was bringing out a very powerful point. So we'll, I want to talk about this for a second. So it'll help us going forward. Till now, what we learn that during Golas, during exile, Hashem is, so to speak, sleeping. What happens when Hashem, when Hashem is sleeping? So even though the Jewish people are, are sons or, or servants, and we should be with Hashem, but it's not noticeable because Hashem is sleeping. Now there was, there was quoting from the previous service saying something even deeper. Why, why isn't it noticeable if, it's, if that's the way it is? Because it goes back to its source. And in the source, yes, it's all one. There's no difference in intellect and emotions. And therefore, in the source, there's no difference between the Jew and anyone else. It's really, really all one in its source. And like, and like, and like, um, <clears throat> um, and like, it's brought down in the Zoyar. The Zoyar says like this. Based on the verse, it says, ki nenu, because he's not there. What does that mean? What does it mean he's not there? It doesn't mean he's not there. It means that, that Hashem took it to a higher place. In other words, it went up to a higher place, a chamber within a chamber. So when we say that, that during the time of exile, it's concealed, it's only concealed down here. In other words, in the time of exile, the light gets, gets elevated to a very, very high place, and therefore it's not revealed down here. But the light didn't change. And on the contrary, it's actually in, in, a, in a deeper place. So in a time of Golos, yeah, it's not noticeable that we have the quality of Bonim, but we're actually, that's in the revealed place. But, but we, since we're going to a concealed place, it's even stronger. 
And like, for example, he gives the example when someone's sleeping down in this world, that what's sleeping? The body's sleeping. And knows what does that mean? The light of the soul leaves the body. But the soul, on the contrary, what happens to the, what happens to the soul when you're sleeping? It goes up on high and it actually it, it, it receives from the source of light. So it's from the source of life. So what does that mean? Generally, all this Seder Hishtalsha, so he things flow down from one level to the next, through the Svirot, etc., that's the way it corresponds to the powers of the soul. In other words, just like in the powers of the soul. So it's, where, does, where, where do you start developing the different powers, the way they're, the way they're sourced in the soul? So in the first level, it's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all equal. Afterwards, when it gets comes down and starts being revealed, and it starts coming into the limbs of the body, so then you have this is this is powers this and that's that's bad power and so on and so forth, and in the revealed powers, there's also different levels. Just the way the way like it's revealed in an organized way, like when a person's awake, and then you have it the way the way the way it's in a concealed way when a person's sleeping, and up to the point we have a situation where a person is fainting. So the same thing also in a spiritual level, you have all these levels. And like Chazal teach us, just like the soul fills the body, so the same thing also, Hashem fills the world. In other words, the beginning of the Sirot, the way they're included in the infinite light of Hashem, and over there, it, you can't divide it up, it's all one. But when it comes down to the world of Atzilut, now, even though the world of Atzilut is the world of unity, but nevertheless, you have already uh, the finite spheroids, and you have the division of the spheroids, where we know it's 10 and not 9, and it's 10 and it's not 11, and then you realize the quality of each sphero. And how much more so when it comes down to the world of Bria, Yitzhira, um in the lower worlds, lower than the world of Atzilus, and that's when it goes down and gets divided even more. But before Atzilus, all the different spheres, it's all one, it's one package. You can't see the difference between Kesar, Chachma, and, and Malchus. In Atzilus already, they get divided, not necessarily in a physical way, like, and then it keeps on going down to the world of Bri Yitzhira, And then it comes down, literally the way it comes down to this physical world. And like we know, for example, the the, the base Hamikdash, the Holy Temple, which we know is the most the, the most chosen place in the world, and from the Beit Hamikdash, even though it's in, in this world, the light goes out to the whole world. In other words, what does that mean? The, the base Hamikdash is in this world, but the fact is, there are certain places in the world that have a greater light, and from there it goes out to the world. Which, what does that mean? Because the world by na- by nature, Oilon comes from the word of concealment. The world by nature is concealed. There's no light in the world. But in the world, you have from the light of the Beit HaMikdash, from the temple. And, th- and we know that's the soul of the world. Just like um, when, when things flow down from the Sirot, that a lower sphere receives from a higher sphere. And then what, what do we notice? The real quality of the Jewish people. And over there we notice the quality that we're children of Hashem, and we're servants of Hashem, and we're, we're, we're faithful servants of, of Hashem. So that's all the way it gets revealed when a person's awake, when you're awake. What happens in time of exile, and you don't see the difference. So the, the, the way it's on high, the way it came down to the world of Atzillus and Biyah, the way it should, you should notice the difference, it's just like the revealed powers of the soul when you're sleeping. And you can have the opposite. And unfortunately, that's how you have exile. Now, nevertheless, just like in a person down in this world, the concealment 
during sleeping, what does that mean? That the powers get concealed and they go to its source in the soul. So we're we so when a person's sleeping and the powers go to the soul, the soul to the soul, where do, where where are we lacking? Where where is it missing? So what's missing is not in its essence and not in its source. What's lacking is in the revealed powers. That means in the revealed powers, it's, there's, there's chaos. There's no law and order there. However, the powers, the way they're in their source, in the soul, now even though over there they're all equal, but it's not a problem. And on the contrary, when it's hanging out in its source, it's complete. More, and matter of fact, more complete when it gets revealed. So the same thing also applies over here as well. This that in the time of Gullus, and we're saying that, it's, that Hashem is, so to speak, sleeping. That means the revealed parts get concealed and it goes to the source. So what happens in the source? In the source is the source of the Jewish people. With all the qualities that the Jewish people have. And Rebbe says in Yiddish, with the ganzen sturm, with the whole, with the whole bang. And it's just like the, the powers, the way they're in the source of the soul, where they're complete there. But it's on high, in the source. But in this world, you don't see it. And that's why, unfortunately, in this world you have gullus. So what I'm saying is, even though in this world it's gullus, in its source, it's a big party. The Jewish people, we're there. It's strong as ever, and even stronger. So now we'll understand the two opposites of exile. What does that mean? Even on one hand, <clears throat> that in the time of exile, the power of the Jewish people is even greater than the times of temp, temp, than the temple. Why? Because what happens in the time of exile? The 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 revealed part gets doesn't go away. It go it gets concealed and it goes to its source, where the source of the Jewish people are. Now, so even though that in this world you don't see the quality, you don't see it. It's not it's not shining the quality of Jewish people. Uh, and they receive the, the, their energy and anything they need the, the, um, from, from the nations of the world. That means we are obviously in exile. But nevertheless, it's in its source. It's two opposites. On one hand, in Gullus, we don't see the quality of Jewish people. But on the other hand, the quality of Jewish people in its source is, is, is very, very strong. And Rebbe says that's possibly why exile is, conceal, con, is compared to a state of pregnancy. Why is that? Because in a state of preg uh, pregnancy, you have, you have the child and you have the opposite of it. In other words, even though that the, 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 the analogy they give is, is like a candle on its head, and, in, and while the child is in pregnancy, they teach him the whole Torah, and that's specifically what it wants in his mother's womb. However, once it gets born, boom, they, they, he forgets everything. But nevertheless, when the, when the child is in his mother's womb, his, uh, 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 even though, again, the light is on his head and he's learning the whole Torah, but his head is in between his knees. What does that mean? You don't see the quality of the head over the feet. And the, and the contrary, where's the head between its feet? Now, even though the, 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 his food, that means he eats what the mother eats, it doesn't come through the mouth, but it comes through the stomach. And like it's explained many, many places in, 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 at length in Torah Oyer of the Alter Rebbe and in the different Hasidic discourses of the, pre, of, of the uh, Hasidic Rebbe afterwards. Uh, side note, the Rebbe actually explains that the whole idea that when, when it comes through to the... Um, when it's in pregnancy, so it doesn't come, it doesn't come through the child through its mouth. It means it's missing through the whole process. It goes through the stomach, etc. But back to the point. So what's we're bringing out? That in Gullus, you have two opposites. On one hand, you don't see the quality of the Jewish people, but on the other hand, it's connected to its source. Just like 
a child in his mother's womb. On one hand, it's learning the whole Torah, but the other hand, the head is between the feet. So based on this, I'm explaining something very, very powerful. We know it's brought down in the Talmud. It says that when the non-Jews went into the temple, when they destroyed the temple, they saw the, the, the cherubs, the figures, that they were facing one another. So the question is asked, one second. When we say that the, the, the cherubs are facing one uh, the other, what does that represent? It represents the love of Hashem and the Jewish people. Like a, like a man and a woman. They're, they're, they're totally connected. But when the non-Jews came into the temple and we were getting ready to be destroyed, getting ready to be destroyed and going to exile, it's the opposite of the love. So how is it to, how is it, how is it facing each other? What Derby explains on the contrary, because based on what we explained before, because what happens is, then it was actually a greater light that was shining. What type of light? Not a light in this world, a light above Ishtalshalos. But this light is where in its source. And it unfortunately it did not shine down this world. And that's why we're going to Gullus. And that's why the, it was facing each other. Never said he liked to add, based on what it says in Chazal, that the, the, before a person takes a trip, uh, before he takes a journey, he has to be in, intimate with his spouse. Why is that? Because since in, the time, in, a spirit, in this case, since in the time of exile, where um, the Jewish people are like, are like a, a spouse, that her husband is going out of town, so before he leaves, there was the, there was the intimacy, and that's why the images, the, the chairs are facing one, one, one another. So Basinger explains even d- deeper why the exile is compared to pregnancy. And the, the redemption is actually that giving birth. Why is that? Because just like in this world, when a person is intimate with a spouse, so then you have the creation and development of a child, but this doesn't come out right away. First, it goes into pregnancy in the, in the womb of the mother. That means it's totally concealed. And afterwards, in a way where the head is, so to speak, is between the feet. And throughout the whole process of pregnancy, it grows until at the end, it comes out in a revealed way to the world. So the same thing also on, on a spiritual level, that from when that connection took place, before the exile, right away, there was a, it was powerful. Just when that connection took place, before we, before we were going into Gullus, and Hashem was, so to speak, intimate with the Jewish people, so right away, what we saw in this world was exile. But no, 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 what was being created was a new child, even down here, but it was concealed. And the concealment was, that's why there's exile. Just like pregnancy. And throughout the whole time of exile, just like in th- a, a child in his mother's womb, it's growing throughout exile. We're growing from day to day until in the future we're going to have the birth and the revelation with the future redemption, which is obviously a very, very, very powerful message and perspective to realize that in Gullus, even though we don't see godliness, but guess what? We are in the growing just like in a mother's womb, we're growing in the concealment, and we're eventually going to have the great revelation. And he continues on to explain that to the discourse, and that's why on that night, Hashem couldn't speak, sleep, referring to Hashem. And, that, and that's why that was the main miracle. And, and that happened, had that happened, Hashem couldn't sleep, because the Jewish people went on, I'll say in Hebrew, I'll translate it, Messiris Nefesh, self-sacrifice a whole year. What is, and what does that mean? And never explains to this. Where does mysterious nefesh come from? I'm willing to do anything and everything to do what Hashem wants. Pray, study, mitzvot, etc. It comes from the 
the, in, in, the point of the soul, which is higher than powers of intellect, logic, emotions, etc. Which part of the soul? It comes from, the serious nefesh comes from Yechida, which is the most powerful part and the strongest part of the soul. And it's not logical, it's not emotional, and it's not uh, uh, functional. It's, it's the essence of who we are. In other words, what does Messias Nefesh mean? You don't make any calculations, intellectual or any type of calculations. And you c- connect to the source of the soul. Just like the way this, the, all the powers go into its source dur- during sleeping. Now, when a person's sleeping, so what happens then is the powers go into the source and in a revealed place, it's all concealed. And it, go, go, and it goes into the source. However, there's a big difference. Mysterious Nefesh means on the contrary. That essence of the soul is actually awakened and is actually revealed and that affects on all the powers, the intellect and emotions that are in the place of the body that they should be totally accepting to the soul and should not get intimidated from anything else. And that's why when the, when, when, when the Jewish people went to Mysterious Nefesh, means they went in self-sacrifice, they connected us from beyond logic. They connected themselves from the essence of their soul. So then Hashem woke up. The king of the world woke up. Why is that? When the, when the essence of our soul, which is above any logical part of the person, gets revealed, so then what happens is Hashem wakes up. What means that the essence of the godly side of Hashem, <coughs> which normally is, so to speak, sleeping during Golas, was revealed, was, light, was giving off light in a revealed way. And we'll understand this more specific based on what it's known that the completion and the full part of self-sacrifice is when self-sacrifice comes from, we said, the yechida, the most powerful internal part of the soul. But it's not just when you have your yechida comes out, but it comes into your specific powers of the intellect and the emotions. Like it says, we say in Shema, B'chol levavcha, in your whole heart, B'chol nafshecha, which means with your whole soul, that even in all the details of every single power should be infused with mysterious nefesh. Which is, which means you're serving Hashem without logic. And the, and this level of mysterious never self-sacrifice was by every single per, every single Jewish person. From the young to the old, from the children to the women. What does that mean? That the detail, the details of the mysterious nefesh of every single person, again, the elder, the young, the, the children, the, the woman, was in a way of everybody was mysterious never self-sacrifice. And that's why what it says, what, what it says in, ref, in reference to the, in the discourse, in reference to Mesir Snefesh, that the Mesir Snefesh was a whole year. Now, what, what is that? What, what, what's the point of saying a whole year? Because we know throughout the year, there's, di- there's different seasons. And like it's explained in many, many Hasidic discourses about, for example, the quality of the Etrog. That Esther, we know, is on a spiritual level, it's connected to, to Malchus. Which, the sphere of Malchus, which is also connected to Esther. And we know the Etrog grows on a tree throughout the whole year. As a matter of fact, in every single season, there's a different spiritual service. And not only that every season, but every single day in, in that season. There's a, there's a specific uh, a spiritual work for that specific day. Like it says clearly, every single day we have different work to do. But they nevertheless were, went on a serious never self sacrifice every single season, every single day. So you could say, what does it mean? That even the things of Shana, 
which means the different uh, spiritual work of every single day, every single day was self-sacrifice, which means above limits and above logic. And that's why it says, Nadada, that he couldn't sleep. The king couldn't sleep. Where did it come from? It came from the fact that the Jewish people went on a serious nefesh a whole year. Why? Because since their Messias Nefesh self-sacrifice was shining in a revealed way, but not just over them, but literally went through, penetrated their intellect and their emotions and every single part of, the, uh, of, the, of their being and every single day of their life. So that's what happened to saving up with Hashem. That the light, well, above Yishtal above, above the superpower light, not the Shashimach, the king woke up, came down what? In an internal way. Until he said to bring bring the book of the of the of 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 the of the uh, history. Bring me bring me uh, the history book. In other words, that it came down even into into the history into the, in every single day, which means in the source of time. Like he explains at length in that Hasidic discourse, until they found that it's written that even in the in the in the in the history books that in the, of, of Shushan Abir, literally that even in the time of Galus. <clears throat> that when they went into Galus and Elam, which is referring to Shushan, the Shechina was with them over there as, as well. Just like in the exile of Elam, which is referring to Shushan, the same thing also applies to every single exile. That anywhere a Jew is in exile, Hashem is with you. And even in, in the Galus, the exile of Edom, Hashem is with you. Wherever a person is, Hashem is with you. How does that? When a person stands in a serious nefesh. You go and self sacrifice. It means you don't you don't you don't use any logic. And never explains what is as we know strongly. What there was as many many times says as well. What is the mysterious nefesh in our generation that we're not embarrassed from people that make fun, and and that's also connected idea of mysterious nefesh, and the, the also the, the component of mysterious nefesh and self sacrifice not to be embarrassed from anybody. It not just okay you're not embarrassed conceptually. No, but it, it plays out in, 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 in reality in every one of our powers and all the details in learning Torah and doing mitzvahs throughout the day. And this, this that a person is not embarrassed. And we know it's the beginning of the first of the, of the four uh, books of the Jewish law. Right in the beginning it says not to be embarrassed. Up to the point that the level of mysterious nefesh self-sacrifice brings the person not just to do what you're supposed to, but to do more than you're supposed to, to learn more Torah than you're supposed to, and to do it in a beautiful way when it comes to doing mitzvah. It's not just to do, get the mitzvah done, but to do it in a beautiful way. Up to the point when you add in, in, a, in a way without making any calculations. Why is that? Because it's coming from a serious nefesh. When you're working in a serious nefesh, there is no calculations. And we, and it's noticeable in the learning Torah and the doing mitzvahs that everything you're doing is doing it in a way of a serious nefesh. Now it's more so your love for Hashem, your awe for Hashem, that means you're learning Torah, you're not just learning an academic book. You're remembering it's Hashem that gave you the Torah. And when you're doing a mitzvah, you're, you're, you're feeling that Hashem commanded you to do this mitzvah. Like it says, Hashem commanded us. And like it's explained at length in the Chassidic discourse of the Mittal Rebbe, that in every single mitzvah you have to have the general meditation, which, which, which applies to all the mitzvahs, that you're doing the mitzvah because it's the mitzvah that Hashem gave us. When we go on, when we, we do the spiritual work of self-sacrifice, and especially when the self-sacrifice permeates us in all the specific details of learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, then what happens is, not the Hashem can't sleep. Well, and what happens when Hashem can't sleep? He brings down from the light, which is above his 
up to the like we learned before the book the book of the the the, the, the history, um, which is the source of of of, of time. And she read in front of the king, and in front of the king of Achashverosh, literally, in this physical world, as we know, unfortunately, we're still servants of Achashverosh, um, because he's even, we're living in exile. And as we know, the law of the, of the government is the law. And Mordechai is not the king, he's only an assistant to the king, Mishnah Melech. But nevertheless, even then, you can have the kings will go ahead um, and serve us, and they'll, they'll make a decree. And those that were initially against Judaism, and against, and against Jews, that they should help Judaism and Jews up to the point we're going to have is that darkness is going to be transformed into light and bitterness is going to become sweet. Just like in the times of Mordechai and Esther, Esther that the king Ashoseirach made a decree against the opposition that he should go ahead and announce in front of Mordechai, the Jew, that this is what you should do. I'll say in Hebrew, Kachal Yasal Ish, Asher This you should do. That the one that the king wants, the one likes him. And we're referring to obviously the king of the world, and obviously Lahavdil, so to speak, king of Achashverosh, literally, up to the point that what did we have? We had Asher LaYehudim Hoysa for the Jewish people. There was light, the Simcha, and there was a happiness, the Sasa and the and the celebration and good times. And the same thing it should be for us. We should have the light, and we all know what is the real light. The light is Torah, and and. Torah itself, Torah with, 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 with feminine, which is referring to the re- revealed part of the Torah, and the Torah with all the commentaries, that from there, the, from, from the Torah, the light goes out to the whole world, and what is Simcha, what is joy, it's referring to the holidays, and what is Sasa, it's referring to the midst of circumcision, and what is the card, the midst of putting on tefillin, as we know, all the Torah is compared to, com- compared to tefillin, and you could say that it's also referring to the tefillin of, of, of Hashem, that it said, what does it say in there, that me, ka'amcha Yisrael Who's like the Jewish people, one nation? That what's noticeable, the quality of the Jewish people, not the Shnasamalach, and we see the real quality of the Jewish people. And Rebbe says you'd like to connect one redemption to the next redemption, that from this redemption, that for the Jewish people then we had light and we had joy and we had happiness. When we find ourselves in the last days of, of moments of exile, um, which should come to a close to the redemption, the true redemption, the complete redemption that we're going to have. The nations of the world are going to ser- are, 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 are going to bring the Jewish people, just like they brought the Jewish people um, then in, in uh, um, the, the sacrifices in a pure vessel to the land of Israel, the land that, and this is important to say this, that they're always stressed, Tamid Eine Hashem that Hashem's eyes are on the land of Israel, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, and over there specifically in Yerushalayim, the, 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 the place of the king of David, Melech, Mashiach, and over there specifically in the, in, in the, in the holy mountain, and Migdash, Hashem, Koinigonech, and the base of Migdash, Hashem formed. And this is all going to happen in a, in a very, very quick way, up to the point of quick, without making any calculations, up to the point of Adlayada, it's not going to be, you're not going to know, you're not going to know the difference. And like Rebbe says in Yiddish, and Matan Starayim, we jump in, Besim Charabba, with tremendous joy, without any limits, in the redemption, the true redemption, the complete redemption, Bimheira, 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 should happen quick and speedy, literally, that for all the Jewish people, of all the generations, and in leading it, will be the leader of our generation, and Mordechai, the Jew, and Esther, the queen, they're all going to come and, and go out of this exile, and we're going to have the complete 
redemption. Together with the complete Jewish people and the complete Torah and the complete land of Israel and in a way that Hashem is going to expand the borders of also Eretz, the land of Kani, Knizi, and Kadmoini. And the verse obviously doesn't go out from, a lit- from its literal translation on the, con- on the, con- and on the contrary. Um, the, the literal translation is referring to this physical world, the world of action, which is the main place, and, and the foundation of all the levels, and, and especially like the, the, uh, the, it's known where it says, V'hini Hashem, Needs of Allah, Hashem is standing over us, and in a literal way, they were finished off so powerfully that very, very soon we're going to have the redemption, the true redemption, the complete redemption of all the people, of all the generations, the souls in the body, and it's going to happen through Mashiach Tidkenu. Mashiach, the righteous one, Bimheira, the Amenu, Mamish, very, very quick in our days in a literal level. So here you see the real power, a beautiful Hasidic discourse about the real power of the Jewish people, that the fact is, even in Gullus, where it seems like, where's Hashem? And we don't, people don't recognize that we're, we're the chosen people. But guess what? In the source, we're even more powerful. And that doesn't go away in the time of Gullus. And by us, Going on a serious nefesh, not thinking, not logic, and just doing what Hashem wants, Hashem will wake up and bring the ultimate gula, the ultimate redemption, and we'll, we'll all be together in Yerushalayim HaKodesh, and God willing, our next class will be Yerushalayim HaKodesh. Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.